I labor on in weakness and rejoicing. For in my need, His power. The joy of all creation. Oh, how we love you, Jesus. We love you. This is this is the sound of adoration. Oh, how we love you. Not only our 21 days of prayer and fasting, but uh, second week in this new series, we started to go along with it called Stronger. Uh, just talking about how, you know, you think about fasting, you think about the idea of not eating in order to be with the Lord, that that seems to weaken us because you're not taking in as much. But in reality, the idea of seeking the Lord, relying on him, that actually is when we're at our strongest. Um, and I wanted to say a comment about the fast. I mean, we're a week into this. There's two weeks left. Um, if you have not been able to start, if you haven't been able to participate, there's no like, oh, you missed the beginning, you're out. No, no, you can get started and you can jump in um, today, this week, whenever that might be. Don't, um, don't feel like you missed anything. Jump in and participate as you can um, as this week goes on and the next two weeks go on. I also want to say that if you did start and you're like, you know, I've never done this before or I've done it different times, but whether you've done new or veteran, the reality that a couple days in, like, oh, I, I, I ate this or I, I broke my fast or I feel like, oh, I failed. No, you didn't. You just, you just didn't do it right then. Keep going. Don't beat yourself up. Don't give yourself any guilt or anything like that. Just keep going. At the same time, I also want to make a word that we have to have proper expectations about this. 21 days of prayer and fasting is about, as a church, coming together to seek the Lord. And there's different things that we, we talked about fasting for a specific purpose. And there's different reasons why somebody would fast. And some of you might be fasting, you're trying to get guidance on something, you're trying to get really uh, direction. Maybe it's just the idea of trying to get focus on something, maybe uh, trying to reset or re, uh, reset your relationship with the Lord, whatever that might be. But I think we have to have also have just healthy expectations within this, that this idea is about being with the Lord. If you fasted and you prayed and you were with the Lord, then you received what you're going to receive from this. You got to be with the Lord. And so I, do, I say that in the sense of two weeks from now when the fast is over, like, okay, we're done. Lights from the sky. That's not how it's worked. There's not, I mean, there's not going to be any writing on that wall with whatever the answer is that you've been praying for or anything like that. God, yes, God can, might give you some really clear direction or it, you might just be as unsure right now then as you are right now. And that's all okay because God answered that prayer. He hasn't given you that specific direction yet, but he's telling you he's covering you, he's guiding you, and he's watching you, so keep following him faithfully. Does that make sense? So just kind of a one-week check-in. If you haven't started with this yet, jump in now. If you have and it's been a little bumpy, give yourself grace. And we all need to have good expectations as we keep moving forward. But we introduced last week that we're looking at different passages over these few weeks. It's passages in the Bible that address or mention fasting, to see how the spiritual discipline, like I said, isn't something that makes us weaker, but actually makes us stronger. Stronger in our relationships with the Lord and stronger as a community of faith. Now in the Bible, we have a lot of examples of com corporate fasting, com the community of God's people fasting together, where the people of God came together, were called to fast together. A couple examples of this are one in Judges 20. 
Then all the people of Israel, the whole army, went up and came to Bethel and wept. They sat there before the Lord and fasted that day until evening and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. And the people of Israel inquired of the Lord. Another example is in 1 Samuel 7. Then Samuel said, gather all of Israel at Mizpah, and I will pray to the Lord for you. So they gathered at Mizpah and drew water and poured it out before the Lord and fasted on that day and said there, we have sinned against the Lord. In Ezra 8, it says, then I proclaim a fast there at the river of Ahava that we might humble ourselves before our God to seek from him a safe journey for ourselves, our children, and all our goods. So we fasted and implored our God for this, and he listened to our entreaty. And finally in Esther, go gather all the Jews to be found in Susa and hold a fast on my behalf. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my young women will also fast as you do. Then I will go to the king, though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish." We see these examples of them coming before the Lord together. But we also see a lot of examples of individuals coming to the Lord and praying and fasting in specific ways. In 2 Samuel, David therefore sought God on behalf of the child, and David fasted and went in and lay all night on the ground. In Daniel 9, that I turned my face to the Lord, seeking him by prayer and pleas for mercy with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. I do think I feel like I need to clarify that that's the only example of sackcloth and ashes we see combined with fasting. So you don't have to do that while you're not eating your Chicago hot dog. So um, not eating that is enough. Uh, and then last in Nehemiah, as soon as I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for days. And I continued fasting and praying before the God of heaven. And I said, O Lord, God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps covenants and steadfast love, with those who love him and keep his commandments, let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer of your servant, that I now before you day and night for the people of Israel, your servants, confessing the sins of the people of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Even I and my father's house have sinned. I want you to notice, I read a bunch of different passages right there. I want you to notice what was common in all of these passages. The fact that they were seeking the Lord, seeking the Lord as people, seeking the Lord as a people. They inquired of the Lord. They confessed to the Lord. They sought answers from the Lord. They implored the Lord. They sought the Lord, seeking after the Lord, praying to the Lord. In each incident, it wasn't merely about not eating. It was about communicating with God. It was about coming to God, seeking him, worshiping him, praying to him. Because of this, thinking through this this week, today's going to be a little bit different. It doesn't seem right to talk about fasting as a larger group and then not do what comes along with fasting as a larger group. Rather that we've been seeking the Lord throughout the week of this fast, now we want to do it together. What does it look like for us as a church to come before the Lord and seek him together? And so rather than me giving a full message today, we're going to be having a morning of prayer, of sharing, of worship, of seeking his face together. If you're new with us today, this isn't our normal flow. We do it periodically, actually, but um, this is going to be a little bit different um, in the sense that we want to come before the Lord to seek his face. And so to put us in that spirit, to kind of move us in that direction, we're going to do this next song. And as a prayer, 
I want you to, if you, have to, if you know the words and you want to close your eyes and just sing it in that way, if you want to sit, if you want to stand, whatever that might be. But we're going to be praying today. We're going to be sharing and encouraging with one another today. We're going to be worshiping today. And so let this song be a way for your heart to get focused in that, to be prepared for that, to be able to come before the Lord together. And so let's pray and worship to him. There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. No thing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence. And I've tasted and seen sweetest of loves where my heart becomes free and my shame is Please. 
this place. We're grateful for your presence. We're grateful for your love. We're grateful for the God that you are. God, as we come before you as a church family this morning, we pray that you would encourage our hearts, that you would challenge us, that you would open our hearts to what you have for us. I pray that we would, we would be, aware, just like that song says, let us be aware of your presence, God. Let's be aware of your truth. Let us be aware of who we are in you. We're just grateful for this special time with you. In your name we pray, amen. We think about the reality of, even has that song praise, being overwhelmed with the reality of God, uh, being aware of the reality of who God is. We need to be reminded of the truth of who God is. We need to be reminded of what God is like. We need to focus on that reality. And so we're going to encourage one another within that as we focus our hearts on who God is. And so, uh, which this is going to sound a little counterintuitive in what I, everything I just said, but I want you to get your phones out if you have one. Um, if you don't have one, that's fine. You could um, have your phone with you. You can maybe share with the person next to you. But there's a, uh, we'd like you to go to this, you can, there's two options. You can scan that QR code or uh, you can go to menti.com, M-E-N-T-I.com. 
And then you'll see, if you go that route, it's going to ask you for a code. And uh, the code is 11.27.419. If you're watching with this online, you can obviously please participate in this way as well. And you're going to see the prompt that's on there when you come to it is also the prompt that is on the screen right now. What is a characteristic of God that you are grateful for? Now, I think if we're, we're honest within the reality of that question, it's like, how do you pick one? Um, because every characteristic of God is something that we can be grateful for. Uh, there isn't a characteristic of God that we wouldn't be grateful for. But when you think about how God has been speaking in your heart, how he's been encouraging you lately, you think about what you're experiencing in life and what you need to be reminded of, what is a characteristic of God you are most grateful for right now? And whatever that is, just put that in that uh, field and hit enter. And again, if somebody around you doesn't have a phone and uh, maybe you'd like to participate, maybe just ask them and they can hit refresh and you can do it. Um, everybody got that? And so uh, can you go ahead and put the, that website up? And hopefully this will work. And so uh, here's some of the thing. I know that uh, it's going to be smaller in the back, but faithfulness, faithful, love, grace, mercy, loving, consistent, justice and love, never-ending forgiveness, sovereignty, his consistency, his love, might, just, merciful, patient, kind, reliable, generous, his forgiveness, compassionate. Uh, those numbers are, I'm sure, not a characteristic of God, uh, for, but the heart is there. Forgiving, steadfast love, his steadfastness, his goodness, his tenderness, his grace, his revelation, his consistency, his redemption, loyalty, worthiness, the fact that he is Savior. It's interesting when we look at this, I mean, we have quite a few people in here, how much forgiveness and how much faithfulness is coming up, but also his consistency, his steadfastness. So we think about what our church is sharing with one another, considering the words that people have submitted other than yours. You see the words that are up there other than the one you put up. Which of these truths about God do you need to be reminded of this morning? What is the truth about God that you really, really need to be reminded of this morning? And I don't ask that as a hypothetical. Which one is it? Go ahead and say that. Which one is the one you need? And even if it's somebody, somebody else repeats it, that's fine. What is the truth about who God is that you need to be reminded of this morning? What else? What else? Consistency. What else? What else? It's merciful. We're going to take a few minutes to pray to God, thanking him for who he is. And if you... Invite you if, you, if you'd like to pray with somebody near you or just want to pray by yourself. We want to take a couple of moments here just to come before God and thank him for the God that he is. To thank him that he is faithful. To thank him that he is merciful. To thank him that he is consistent. To thank him that his mercies are new every morning. To thank him that he is uh, sovereign. To thank him that he is just. To thank him he is kind, reliable. All these different things that... It, We've identified, but also knowing there's so much more to who he is. 
And so we need to, together, we need to bring our hearts to him and thank him for this. And so let's just take a couple minutes. Again, pray by yourself. Pray with somebody near you. It's whichever you feel comfortable with or you want to do. And we're just going to thank God for who he is. Let's go and, and pray now to him. God, I pray that you would hear our hearts. I pray, God, that you would speak to us and hear us as we praise you for who you are in the quiet of this moment. And let's just be quiet and thank him for who he is. Go ahead and have a couple of minutes of just prayer. you are the awesome God. You are faithful. You are loving. You are merciful. You are consistent. You are just. You are all of these things to us. We are grateful that your mercies are new every morning. We're grateful that you don't get tired. We're grateful that you are eternally patient with us. God, we are thankful that you care for us beyond what we can comprehend. We thank you, God, that you reign and that we can trust and follow you. And so hear our hearts this morning. We're going to worship him with this song. Would you stand with us? of prayer and fasting and it's time to come before the Lord. It's time to read scripture, time to pray, time to read and uh, be with one another. And so we want to open it up. Um, how has, how have you been encouraged the last week? How has God been encouraging your heart? Uh, maybe there's something, a scripture that you've read in the last week. Maybe it's just a time with others praying. Maybe it's even something from the service uh, so far. Just maybe come to your thoughts as we did the words and everything earlier. But I have a mic. I'm going to walk around um, and open it up. If you have something that you'd like to share just to encourage the church and you could share briefly, that would be awesome. And so I know how this works. Um, there's probably about five or six people who would love to share right now, but they're not going to be first. And so whoever is the one that just kind of takes one for the team and does that, everybody will follow. Um, and so how has, Lord been encouraged? how has Lord been encouraging you? How can you encourage the church family um, based on that? Awesome. And we do need to use the mic because we have a lot of people watching online. So, Yeah, say your name. Just say your name. Yeah. My name is Austin. Uh, I'm a student at DePaul. And one of the things that I've been fasting for is a renewal of motivation for school. Uh, being motivated to do actual schoolwork has always been hard. And I've noticed in the, in the last week I've been wanting to do schoolwork, wanting to get stuff done. And so I'm very, very thankful for that. That's awesome. Amen. Somebody else? Hi. 
Um, I'm Lisa. Um, this is my first time doing the fast, and um, I, I did like the 24-hour fast, like in March or something. But um, I struggle like hearing God and like knowing that He's like listening and like talking back to me. And it's something that I hear other people in the church talking about all the time, and that's what I've been like praying for. Um, and for me, being like in the fast with the whole church has made me like remember how we're a community um, and we're all God's children and it's not just like because we're doing this but that's all the time and so I've been trying to listen more to God but um, I've also been trying to like I have been encouraged by knowing that he's doing that in other people and because we're all part of like his family um, that's been really encouraging to me so I'm really excited for the next two weeks and I'm hoping that it'll happen for me yeah I appreciate you sharing that that's awesome Anyone else? Zach. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm one of the Moody's that go here. Um, the goal of my fast is uh, I want to strengthen my relationship with the Lord and keep growing inside of it. And with my fast, discipline is also part of, part of the fast that I'm doing. And so it's been nice to see along with the fast, my relationship with the Lord growing daily and not being a, oh, I have to do this. It's this time of the day, so I must now pray or something like that. It's just becoming more and more natural as the day has gone on, and so very thankful for that. I'm hoping that it continues to grow in that way. Awesome. Somebody over here. Um, I'm Kenna. I'm a student at DePaul. And for my fast, I've been, um, well, I've been fasting social media, but I've been also going through the guide on the New Life website um, and going through that uh, prayer guide. And I remember I missed one day, or, and I was very anxious about it, and I was like, okay, I need to find a time, go back, do it. And I was, I was so busy because it was our first week back, and so I finally get around to doing it, and I look back, and it was Wednesday. It was the rest day. So that just reminded me how God always meets us where we are. <laughs> and to be gracious with ourselves, too. That's great. Somebody else? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Hi, my name is Nautica. I am a student at Harriet Truman. My relationship with God has grown in the new year. During last year and in the beginning of this year for the last 10 days, I have given up meat for like 28 days. And my relationship has grown in God through love and spiritual guidance to the mind. I've realized that in order for God to create the things we love and that we need, we had to understand him through his word. And what inspired me to do the fast, the fasting and prayer was to realize that without all these things that we have, you know, it's all because of God. And I realized that God has instilled in me to not just be the very best, but to help others grow to understand him and understand his gratefulness as well. And that's how much the fasting means to me. And that's how much it is very important to me to understand the blessings that we do have then, now, in the present, from the past, and 
or in the future. And amen. amen. That's awesome. Thank you. Anyone else? How has the Lord been encouraging you? Hi, guys. My name's Clarissa. Not a student, but head of hospitality, so I always have to plug. If you guys are looking to serve, we can always use hands and feet. That's how the coffee and the tea in the backyard, that's what makes it happen is my team. And I'm so grateful that that has grown, too. That was an answered prayer from last year. But for this year, I have been struggling with my job. Um, there's just been a lot of things that I personally feel morally and ethically are kind of being done wrong toward me and some of my coworkers with the way they've kind of changed things with pay compensation and the way that things work. And it's ironic that when I started this fast, I actually found out that there's two other friends that I'm close with that compensations plans just completely got ripped apart. So there's some stuff going on in the economy right now that's making it really difficult to make ends meet with grocery stuff. I mean, everything is getting higher. And so that's kind of been like, the thing that I've been wondering and wanting guidance on, like, Lord, like, is this where you want me? Like, June will be 10 years I've been at this place, and I feel like I've been your hands and feet in this area, but, like, is this where you need me to be? Like, what does that look like? So I haven't got an answer yet, but um, I happen to be in Psalms, and Psalms 84 just brought so much encouragement to me, and I just wanted to share it because maybe it'll help somebody else. So it's Psalms 84, verses 10 through 12. And it says, A single day in your courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather be a gatekeeper in the house of my God than live the good life in the homes of the wicked. For the Lord God is our sun and our shield. He gives us grace and glory. The Lord will not withhold no good thing from those who do what is right. Our Lord of heaven armies, what joy for those who trust in you. Amen. I was waiting for you to put how better it is to make coffee and hospitality in the house of the Lord. But uh, <laughs> anyone else? Is there a scripture for, like Carissa just shared? That was really powerful. And I know, anybody that encouraged anybody hearing that for Carissa sharing that passage? Um, is there a passage that you read this week that was really encouraging or something else for time with the Lord? Um, so, hi, I'm Angela, I'm a DePaul student. I've been reading like every day Psalm 81 because it's God talking to his people, especially when he brought them out of Egypt. And now that we're like intentionally seeking God, um, this is comes to my mind and it's kind of long it's psalm 81 if you guys want to read it but i'll just read this part on verse 13 if my people would only listen to me if israel would only follow my ways how quickly i would subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their foes those who hate i hope i said that right foes, right i don't know okay <laughs> those who hate the lord will cringe before him and their punishment would last forever but you would be fed with the finest of wheat with honey from the rock, I would satisfy you. And this is just like a reminder that now that we're intentionally saying like we're doing this, like this is what God is promising. And it is just like so, so beautiful to see um, what God has for us when we seek him. He's definitely a rewarder of those who seek him. So that has been really speaking to me. Amen. Hi, my name is Alexandra. I'm also a Moody student. 
Um, I've been praying through the Proverbs as I go about my fast, and Proverbs 16, 9 specifically, uh, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps, has been really encouraging for me in this season. Of I'm questioning, what am I really doing in school? What am I going to end up, because I'm studying theology right now, what am I end up doing with that? I know that what I'm learning is important. I know that I'm doing it for a reason, but I don't see the end goal. And understanding that it's the Lord who's going to establish my path has been such a peace for me. I hope that can encourage someone else as well. Anyone else? Something that's been an encouragement to you or something from the Word? Hey, I'm Chavez, uh, Clarissa's husband. Uh, not in charge of hospitality, but to plug something. Monday, we play basketball. Every Monday, we play basketball, so definitely want to plug that. Um, so throughout this, throughout this fast, is uh, something I wanted to get back to is just uh, treating my relationship with God like I would my relationship with my wife, you know, um, my physical relationships and how excited I get to see my friends or just um, hang out um, with my wife or just you know, just do anything that I would treat my physical relationships, but with my, you know, my Heavenly Father. Um, so it's just trying to get back to the basics of just being there with Him, you know. He is the most important relationship that I have, but sometimes, you know, it's easier to kind of just push that into the background as, you know, life tends to do what life does and just go on, you know. So it's just really been encouraging to just have that time with Him um, because I'm fasting pretty much everything I, I, I use as a distraction to, to fill up idle time. So it's like, I, I was just talking to one of my friends yesterday. I'm like, I don't have, and like, they were like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I can't do anything. So I'm just about to go in my room and just pray. I'm like, I can't, I literally can't do anything because I can't play the game. I can't watch TV. I'm not about to list, uh, go on YouTube or anything. So I'm like, I'm just going in my room and just, just talk to God. So it's just been really good to like force that relationship and be reminded of how important it is to, to have that, that relationship with him. So. Um, when I was reading the Bible over the last week, I ran into this verse that really kind of stuck out to me. It's one of the millstone verses, and it says, whoever causes one of these little ones to believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to, if a great millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. So it kind of just sticks out, and it's so important for us to know what's right and wrong, know the Bible, and encourage other believers and other non-believers to follow Jesus. Hi, my name is Gracie. I'm also a Moody student, and I haven't been fasting, um, but I think I'd like to begin it. But this past um, few weeks, I've been reading through Nehemiah, and I've read uh, chapter 9 yesterday, which is the people confessing their sin and reflecting on God's goodness. And verse 32 is them after like considering all their sins, and they reflect on God. And they say, Now therefore, our God, the great, the mighty, and the awesome God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love, let not all the hardships seem little to you that has come upon us. And then that's just really has stuck out to me because this year has, has had a lot of hardship already. And so still reflecting on God's goodness and the covenant he keeps with all of us. Uh, 
I hope that what you've heard from just people's time with the Lord and in the Word is, speaks to your heart and encourages you. We want to spend some time uh, praying as a church this morning as well. And I want you to think about this reality, though, as we go in, especially this next week, that it kind of goes back to what I said about healthy expectations. You know, if we, I have, and this came to mind when Clarissa and Lisa were sharing, like, I have, if I don't, if you don't feel like you have an answer from the Lord, we always have an answer from the Lord. Trust Him. Be, be obedient. Be faithful. Follow Him. Trust Him. There might be, we might not know, feel like we got a clear answer on what the next step is, but we've always gotten a clear answer of how to take steps to trust him, to know him, to learn more about him. You might not feel like we have these experiences of hearing from him the way other people do, that type of a thing, but we always have his word. I heard one uh, speaker say one time, if you want to hear the audible voice of God, then read your Bible out loud. And we need, so we need to be in the word and hear and implement that. And I hope you've been encouraged from that, uh, just hearing from people. And if anything, that encourages you to take that time this week to be in the word, to be praying, whatever that looks like for you. And so now we want to just, like I said, come before the Lord together. So we're just going to have open prayer. Uh, if you feel open and comfortable to pray, just again, say, like we've been sharing, just raise your hand. I'll bring the mic over and you can pray. Uh, just, and I want to just pray for two specific things, three, three specific things. One, um, we're going to pray, pray, let's pray for our church. Specifically, praying that how do we as a community become more and more like Jesus? That's the thing I've been thinking about a lot this week, is what does it look like for New Life Lincoln Park, us as people, to be more like Jesus? And so whatever that guides you, as we pray, let's pray for our church, that God would provide, God would protect, that he would use us. But what does it look like for us to be and look more like Jesus? We want to pray for our city, that the, the light of Christ will be shined in this city. So pray for our church, pray for our city. I've also asked Kat if she would pray during this time. Some of you might not know this, but today marks 100 days that the hostages of Israel have been held by Gaza and uh, by Hamas in Gaza. And so we want to pray, just be reminded to continually pray for that situation, pray for the release of these hostages, pray for the, there's almost 130 of them who are still in captivity. We want to pray that they would be released, that this conflict would end. And so just praying God's intervention there as well. Um, and so um, I'll go ahead and start us off. If you want to pray, raise your hand. I'll bring the mic by. And the only reason why we're doing that is we do have people who are watching online. So that, uh, if you just pray without the mic, they can't hear you. Um, and then after a little bit, I'll close us out again. Okay? And so let's, again, pray for our church, praying for our city. God, just pray that you would... Hear our hearts as we come before you as a church now. We thank you that we can take this time to come before you as a family, a church family, to say that we love you and we want to hear from you. And if you'd like to pray, just raise your hand. Father God, I just uh, thank you for allowing us to just come here together and just uh, worship you, Father. Um, and I just pray this, it doesn't end within this building, Father God, that throughout this encouragement and the, this fasting, Father, that you make an everlasting change in your people. 
Father, that we become more like you and not just keep that love and that grace within this building, but we extend that outside here, Father, because we know that you can move without us, but you graciously choose these weak vessels to, to do your great work, Lord, and in order to reach those, we, we need to just step outside this building and touch those, share the love of Jesus Christ boldly as we would share anything else that we're excited about, Father, and I just pray that Again, you bring about change in us that we might be able to help those who are in need, Father, that we might be coming along and help those with um, burdens that they can't carry themselves and just show that true sacrificial love of Jesus Christ to others. Lord, and I just pray through that um, that we're able to not only change the neighborhood of Lincoln Park, but also change the city of Chicago to be more like Jesus as we just continue to expand that love and grace outside of this building, Father. Anyone else? Uh, dear God, I thank you for this church, Lord. I thank you for uh, the community and the family that we get to experience together. Um, that even when we feel weak and we're going through our own fasts with you, Lord, um, that we can encourage one another. God, I thank you for all the conversations that I've been able to have with all my friends um, about what, what you're doing in each of our lives and the things that we are fasting for. God, I pray that we would not lose sight of you. I pray that we wouldn't um, make excuses. And even when we do... Uh, trip up, Lord, I pray that we would look to you and, and your grace, God, and have that same grace for ourselves. Um, Lord, I, I keep praying for a transformation, God. I pray that we wouldn't leave change unchanged after this whole fast. I pray that you would just become so real to us um, in this month and throughout the rest of the year, because only you can do it, Lord. You know exactly what each of us is praying for. You know exactly what each of us is going through. So I pray that we would keep our eyes on you. Lord, you say that you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. So God, I pray that when it gets hard, that we will keep looking to you, because that is your promise, Lord. Um, so yeah, God, I pray for a revival in each of our lives in our relationship with you and yeah god keep making us stronger and we will give you all of the glory we will give you all of the praise because you're the only one who is worthy so yes god i pray this for our whole church and i give you all the praise i thank you i give you all of the thanks god and we love you amen Lord, I thank you for our pastoral family. God, and all of the sacrifice, the things that happen behind doors that may break their hearts, Lord. I thank you for their faithfulness and for how they continue to go before your throne and seek direction and seek vision and seek guidance for how to lead here, God. I thank you for that, just that ability to serve in that capacity, Lord. I thank you for the leaders in this church and how much they pour into every single plan that you give them, God. Would you grow each and every ministry here? 
you know how much help that each ministry needs, Lord. And I pray that you would double those ministries. I pray that um, if there's any doubt or um, disbelief that gifts and values can be used here, God, I pray that you would help those hearts step up and take a chance on that, Lord. We are all your body, and we know that there cannot be too many mouths and too many ears. We are so proud and so happy for your diversity. You knew exactly what we needed. And God, I pray that this would be the body, God, that we would be able to look more like, like, more like you this year. I thank you for all of the steps that have happened just in the short three years I have been here. There was not a women's ministry. The children's um, area downstairs was getting remodeled. And God, there's a new wave of babies coming. There is just so much life in this church, Lord. And I just pray for your protection. I pray for your just your guidance and your vision. Help us be able to fill the voids. Help us to be able to make new programs, to make new um, gatherings and whatever it is to appeal to every single person in this church to know that they have a place here and that um, that we all have value that we each bring to the table. So Lord, I pray that if there is any disbelief in that, if someone doesn't know what their gift or their value is in this church, God, that you would reveal that to them in such a way that they know it would only be from you. We love you and we ask all this in your name. Anyone else? Uh, dear Heavenly Father, uh, thank you for who you are, God. I just pray that during this fast, we can be just encouraged to lean in, um, uh, lean into what you have planned for us. And, um, you know, things might not exactly turn out how we would like it, God. Um, but God, you meet us uh, in our highs and our lows. And God, you're always faithful and you're always with us. So God, I just pray that, you know, we can lean in um, to who you are, lean in to what the church provides and just be able to lean on each other as well and just encourage each other during this fast um, and just, yeah, love on each other, Lord. Lord, I just thank you so much for the community that is here, um, for how you have uh, provided leaders, a leader, leadership. Um, I thank you for how you um, have uniquely gifted our leader um, to be somebody who, who cultivates community on your behalf here, Lord. And so I just lift Bobby and, and his family to you, Lord, and just pray you'd continue to encourage them. And as they go through the fast this week, that um, it would also uh, encourage them. And Father, um, I echo uh, what Clarissa was praying, uh, just that you would keep multiplying the ministries here. But Lord, uh, I would add to that uh, just a request that we would understand that the ministry to us also equips us to be in this city and to be in our communities and to be in our neighborhoods and to be in our condo buildings and to be in our workplaces 
uh, as a light. Um, and so as you're equipping us, Lord, as a community here, um, also ignite in us a passion to share who you are around the world, uh, wherever we go. Um, and may this fast be uh, a step in that direction for each one of us, uh, customized, specific to where we are in our walk with you and where we need to go next. Um, I just, I praise you that you answer prayers like that too. Abba Father, uh, you are the God of Israel. You are the God of angel armies. God, you are the protector of your people. Lord, I lift up the hostages right now that are being held captive. Father, you are their protector, and we just pray that you would protect them, Father. I pray that you would be with them. I pray that you would be speaking to them, comforting them, that you would be revealing yourself to them, Father. God, we pray for their release. We pray that they would be able to go home and be with their families, Father. And God, I pray for their families. I pray um, for the ones who have lost loved ones. God, I pray that you would be comforting them, that you would be speaking to them, that you would be revealing yourself to them, Father. I pray that they would come to know Yeshua, as their Messiah. It's hard to know the words to pray. But God, I pray that you would come, that you would move, that you would do a work in Israel, that you would, you would do miracles, God, that you would release the captives. God, we thank you that you care. We thank you that you have made promises to your people. And we believe you are a God who fulfills your promises. God, I pray that you would just move. In Jesus' name. God, we just thank you for this time, and we thank you for the fact that we can come to you as a church. We thank you that you know the ins and outs of everything that we're carrying and we're going through, and we pray for your wisdom. We pray for your direction. We pray for protection for those who need it, for provision for those who need it. God, we pray you would strengthen our community, that you would draw us together, that you would raise leaders, God, that you would bring people into friendships they didn't have before that you would provide forgiveness and communication. God, that uh, you would bring, create connections with neighbors we've never had before, and that this place would become more and more just a spiritual home. We just thank you for all of that. In your name, amen. Uh, we're going to close today with communion. This will be the last thing that we do, and so I'm going to ask the team if they could pass out the elements, and if the worship team could come up. While they're passing things out, I want to just, the idea of praying for one another, I, I, I meant to read this passage before we started praying, so I want to read it now. This is 1 Corinthians 1, where Paul kind of talks about a lot of different things he's been experiencing. 
It says, For we do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the afflictions we experienced in Asia. For we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death. But that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. He delivered us from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us. On him, we have set our hope that he will deliver us again. And so Paul talks about how horrible this, I mean, despair-filled situation that he's in, but realizing in the midst of it, God is his hope. But then he says this, you also, in addition to all that we know about God, must help us by prayer so that many will give thanks on our behalf for the blessing granted us through prayers of mercy. And that's a phrase that just really stood out to me this week. You also must help us by prayer. There's an importance and a need for us to be praying for one another. You should be praying for your church. You should be praying for the people of your church. You don't even have to know everybody's name to pray for the church. And so I'll let today be a reminder of that, that we would pray to strengthen, to have, that God would help this community of faith. Um, while the elements are being passed out, uh, we're just going to take a moment, just of quiet before the Lord. And then we'll receive communion together. So if, uh, if you've already gotten yours, just hold on to it. If they're still being passed out, when they get to you, hold on to those. Um, but we've prayed together. We've shared. Let's just be quiet before him on our own for a minute. Um, whatever you need to process and talk to God about. And then we'll receive communion together. you stand with me? For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. And so we're reminded of Jesus' body broken for us. We're reminded of the life that we have because of his shed blood. We're re reminded of the fact that we are new people, new creations with new identities as his children. God, we thank you and praise you for this. We thank you for your love for us shown in the cross, that you took our sin upon you that you put your righteousness on us, that in raising from the dead and conquering sin and conquering death, you ushered in a new way of life, a new life that we could be a part of. And we are grateful that we can be called your sons and daughters. 
God, I pray that you would continue to refocus us, to remind us of who we are in you. Remind us of your grace and mercy for the times that we fail. We thank you for your patience and our frailty. God, we come before you as a church acknowledging that you are God and we desperately need you. We say all this in your name. We remember all of this in your name, thanking you for all that you've done. Let's receive communion together. thankful for your broken body. We're thankful for your shed blood. We're thankful for the cross and for the empty tomb. We're thankful for this life that we have in you. And in your name we pray, amen. And we're going to close with this last song. If you could pass